Good evening. This is Connectivity with Daryl Daniel. The purpose of my show is for me to connect with you and you to connect with me. And hopefully our connections with each other in the world will be better. So let's get things cracking. This week's podcast is entitled The Road Ahead. And what is our road ahead? It's sure to be bumpy. The Biden administration is in charge now. Apparently, President Biden is making a lot of executive orders, which seem to ruffle the feathers of many Republicans, even though they were in love when Donald Trump was doing it. A lot of his early orders seem to be to obliterate Many of Trump's executive orders, especially concerning the COVID-19 response and the environment. Those are two things that Joe Biden has been focusing on, along with trying to pass a COVID-19 relief package to help the people economically that's being somewhat resisted by many Republicans in Congress. It's funny, they get $3,300 a week and they have a problem with you getting $1,400 once. I don't know who would vote for somebody that does not care about your survival, but... Republicans have many followers um, and I, I just don't know how anybody votes for them but they do so so the road ahead is going to be a difficult one economically spiritually and mentally people are getting stressed suicides are going up Early this week, it was reported that Wells Fargo received $3 billion in profits for the last quarter, $3 billion. And apparently, they're getting ready to lay 3,000 people off. I don't know how you profit and lay people off, and I'm sure they could come to me with some economist that says well this makes sense and um, so what are we supposed to do with all these people who are unemployed and small business jobs are evaporating like water in a microwave what are we supposed to do with these people is there a plan to get rid of them somehow You know, the storming of the nation's capital really did scare a lot of the lawmakers, and they are trying to prevent that from happening. But how can they when they have lawmakers within the government itself that are hoping to riot against the very government that employs them? 
there are several there has been several Congress people that don't want to go through scanners that can detect metal, perhaps guns. They've had to kick a Georgia lawmaker out of the state assembly because he refused to get a COVID-19 test. COVID-19 is still ravishing the country, although there is a vaccine. It seems like the distribution is severely flawed. Um, It hasn't always had pleasant results. A doctor or medical aid guy from Florida had a bad reaction to the vaccine and died. I find it strange, although medical experts love to say that he died of natural causes. Hank Aaron died like a week or two after he got his shot. Now, people will say it's of natural causes. That's what we're being told. I don't see what's so natural about that. Like he was fine before he got the shot, then two weeks after he dies, and that's natural. So what if he would have died a day after? Would they still say that that was natural causes? I am glad the vaccine is out, and I feel like if you want it, I hope you get it, and I hope that it works for you. I am not an anti-vaxxer. I believe everyone who wants it should have it. And I believe that people who don't want it shouldn't be forced to have it. Because apparently there's a sentiment among some Republicans in Congress that for you to get help with a stimulus check, you should have to have a COVID-19 vaccine shot my feeling is they've taken the money of people who didn't have a shot they didn't care about you having a shot or not taking your tax money but for you to receive some of the benefits back from it you have to do what they say you have to take a a shot that you're not comfortable with I thought that goes against everything that's American Like, if you don't have any symptoms and you don't have the COVID-19 itself, why would you take the shot? I don't know. Just a lot of it's still very perplexing to me. But again, I feel like if you want it, I'm glad it's available and you should take it. Is this part of the road ahead where everybody is forced into being vaccinated? They seem to be coming up with different strains of COVID-19, which I understand they say viruses mutate. But it's like they're naming them like their brands of cigarettes, the Brazilian COVID-19, the English COVID-19, the South American COVID-19 virus. I guess these are all mutations and changes of the virus. But they've given them local names. 
But apparently you can't say the Chinese virus because people get upset by that and feel like that's racial profiling. But it's just all very interesting. It's like buying a pack of cools. There's cools, cool shorts, cool longs, cool 100s. And uh, they have something for everybody. They have a they have a COVID-19 virus for everybody. And I don't know, will one vaccine fix all of these things or... I don't know. It's all just very strange. And our economy is falling. We're having a bunch of people with no jobs. Um, People are getting angry, frustrated. People are committing suicide at rates much higher than before the pandemic. Mental health has become a serious issue, along with financial health. I hope our country gets better. We have to do better. We must in order to save the country. Uh, I was reading something in Yahoo or Newsweek, I'm sorry, Newsweek.com. Bernie Sanders is warning Democrats that they will get decimated in midterms unless they deliver big. Democrats have this thing where they want to share power with Republicans. They have control of every piece of the House and there are certain things that they can do even if Republicans obstruct. But they want Republican help. That's never going to come. They should have learned that from Barack Obama term. But apparently they think they'll treat Joe Biden differently, apparently because he's white and they'll work with him where just the black skin of Obama um, apparently repelled some of the people he was having to deal with and he could not do a lot of the policy issues that he wanted to do Uh, Bernie Sanders says given all that we face now is not the time to think small it is the time to think big very big with Joe Biden as president and Democrats controlling the House and Senate for the first time since 2010, we will be judged on what we deliver for the American people in their time of need. The people want actions, not excuses. And let me be very clear. I have zero doubt unless we significantly improve the lives of the American people this year, Democrats will get wiped out in the 2022 midterm elections. As we all know, Bernie Sanders is an independent senator from Vermont. He ran twice for president as a Democratic candidate. His progressive politics and enthusiastic base of support have been credited with reshaping the Democratic Party. And President Biden has adopted some of his political stances to meet Sanders' demands, including promises to increase the minimum wage, try to relieve student loan debt, 
and significantly reform climate change policies. So hopefully the Democrats will take heed to his message and will work on these issues and deliver results to the people. Another issue I just wanted to talk about real quick was to show the trickery of the people that we are all dealing with is the subject of the leader of the Proud Boys was a prolific informer for law enforcement. Now, I find that interesting. Like, so he's leading the charge against law enforcement while, on the other hand, telling the government exactly what's going on. So is that kind of like one one a group of people or a person or whatever are really controlling both sides? They're controlling the side that's pro-government and they're controlling the side that's against government. That sounds a lot like the uh, dialectic, what what they call the Hegelian dialectic, where uh, a group of people make a problem, they create one, then they control the people's reaction and they come up with a solution that they've had for quite a while, kind of all the while, it meets their personal goals and what they're trying to do and having people think that they came to this conclusion on their own is very clever. Uh, But I would just like to read this article, a piece of it from uh, Reuters News. And it starts out with exclusive. Proud Boy Leader was prolific informer for law enforcement. Enrique Tario, the leader of the Proud Boys extremist group, had a past as an informer for federal and local law enforcement, repeatedly working undercover for investigators after he was arrested in 2012, according to a former prosecutor in a transcript of a 2014 federal court paper uh, proceeding attained by Reuters. Uh, Apparently, this happened at first in Miami, a federal prosecutor, FBI agent, and Tario's own lawyer described his undercover work and said he had helped authorities prosecute more than a dozen people in various cases involving drugs, gambling, and human smuggling. Tario in an interview Tuesday with Reuters, denied working undercover or cooperating in cases against others. He said, I don't know any of this. He doesn't recall any of it. Now, notice he didn't say it wasn't true. He just said he didn't recall any. He apparently had amnesia. The federal prosecutor to Tario's case, Vanessa Joan Hannins, confirmed that he cooperated with local and federal law enforcement to aid in the prosecution of those running 
other separate criminal enterprises ranging from running marijuana grow houses in Miami to operating pharmaceutical fraud schemes. So apparently Mr. Tario organizes and leads the right wing white supremacist group, the Proud Boys, in their confrontations in with Antifa, uh, which apparently the name is short for anti-fascism, and you would think, who would be against that? Apparently the Proud Boys are. But it's ran by a federal informant. So I'm wondering if many of the people who he's led into doing things are now in jail because they snitched on. He snitched on them. So that just lets you know that you've got to be careful about any group that you are joining. You do not know what the hell the people who are leading the organization are doing. Make sure you're well informed before you get involved with anything with any large group of people. You don't know what their real intentions are. Don't be fooled. Don't be misled. And don't be used as a tool and end up in jail or in some situation whether you're only feeling at the end is sorrow and regret. Well, I just want to thank you for listening to my podcast this week, Connectivity with Daryl Daniel. I hope I've connected with you. I want to thank you for giving me your time to listen. Um, You could have been doing many other things, but you took the time to listen to me and I really appreciate it. So have a good week. Love yourself. Love your family. Love your neighbors to the best of your ability. Connect with other people to make your lives and their lives better. This has been Connectivity with Daryl Daniel. and I am Daryl Daniel. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. And we'll see you next week. Same time. Same place. Later. Later.